Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio. It's what the Hitler Youth would have listened to. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of Shut Up a Second. I am Jackson B. Bailey. And I'm Zoe Bellotto. Today's topic is puberty. Um, I always thought kind of like uh, puberty is a lot worse for women. Yeah, I always, I always thought that. For guys, it's kind of like, I don't know, your junk's doing all this kind of cool stuff and everything's kind of new and exciting. You're like... You're lying in bed, you look down, you're like, well, that's new, and that's great. For you, not so much. Not so much. We, we deal with a lot more, a lot more permanent um, <laughs> attributes that come with us. Like, I think the, the scariest thing about puberty is with your girl, you, as soon as you start getting your period, it's like, well, now you can get pregnant. So, yeah. so don't, really, all the fun stuff is taken away, because whatever you do, there's that, that kind of niggling fear in the back of your mind that I might end up with a child at 14, so I'm going to stay away from penis for now. Nobody makes a big deal about the first time a guy ejaculates. For a woman, like, it's like, oh, that's the first time fluids kind of come from there that's not urine. Yeah. For guys, it's like, we don't talk about that. <laughs> it's going to happen to you, and it's going to be shocking. First time it happened to me, I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on here? Should I tell someone? <laughs> Straight up, I was like 12. I had no idea. <laughs> and we decided that what we'd do, uh, topic is puberty. Puberty is awkward for everybody. We thought maybe we'd just discuss our most embarrassing puberty moments. Zoe, would you like to go first? Or sh- I, would, I would love to share. Go nuts. Awkward puberty go moment. buck wild. Well, so I'm sure all females know, and I, I guess guys don't really get this, is that sometimes you can tell when you get your period. You can be standing there, sitting there, whatever you're doing, and you just have this awkward realization that you're like, well, I'm definitely bleeding right now. That's nasty. It, it's pretty gross. And, and you know, th- there's that horrible fear when you're, you're around that time of the month going, well, I've got to be prepared. You've got to, you know, keep, keep whatever, whatever implement you use to keep it from flowing out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Rag, teddy bear. Small child, Your whatever. hand, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I guess my awkward, my most really awkward moment is when I was at school and I met this gorgeous, gorgeous person that I just really wanted to t- chat to for like a really long time. And we're halfway through the conversation and just have this awkward, oh God, I'm bleeding moment. And so I sat there just trying to be really cool about it for like <laughs> 10 minutes, just being like, mm-hmm, yep, okay. And then you just, you got to, I was like, really? I'm really sorry. I, just, I, got, I really got to like really importantly go to the bathroom. <laughs> just like, it's the most drastic thing in the world. And so oh, I just run away and, and hide just for a little bit, hide my shame. <laughs> that's awful. So that was, that that's was really awful. horrible. That just, just resonates in my head t- yep. today. See, so. that's, that's like, like, okay, so... Say, say, like, I get an erection and I'm chatting to somebody. Yeah. That's awkward. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm erect and I kind of <laughs> hope nobody can see. But, like, for you, it's kind of perm. Like, my yeah. erection will go away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bleeding for the rest of the week. You know, it's, it's yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's horrible. It's this horrible feeling, like, 
Because that's a thing, like, especially, like, if you have older sisters. I have, like, a lot of older female cousins, yeah. and they're just like, don't ever wear white or light-coloured pants. I remember Degrassi High episode about that. <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's a, it's a common it change. It's just, like, a, a perfect circle <laughs> of red. It's like, that, that doesn't seem wholly accurate. My most embarrassing puberty moment. Um, now, not many people know this, but when I was in pri- uh, high school, I wore a kilt for a period of time. I remember that. Yeah, you remember kilt me in a kilt, me in a kilt, good, clunky boots. Uh, and the long sparring, hair. Long hair, whole deal. Um, now, nobody listening probably will have ever gotten an erection in a kilt and will really be able to comprehend how wholly awkward that is. So, um, I don't know if you know the St. Andrews Market, right? You know the St. Andrews Market. So um, I was there one day with a couple of female friends. I was maybe 14 years old and my girlfriend at the time. And we're sitting in the chai tent, just relaxing. And maybe she's got her hand on my thigh. So, yeah, I get a little erect. And then she gets up to leave, right? And she's like, oh, and kind of holds her hands out for like a hug. And I'm like, I can't stand up. I'm erect. The kilt will kind of kind of a, a blanket over my over my erection and and it'll be visible for everybody but i gotta stand up to hug her right so i stand up and as i stand up i'm like well maybe if i just kind of like hold it down with my hand really <laughs> awkwardly and as i stand up i'm holding it down but then my hand slips off so it kind of bounces back <laughs> up again and i'm like so so i'm standing there trying to hug her kind of holding my arm <laughs> like my forearm across my genitals kind of hugging her and she can she can tell i'm pretty sure they could all tell <laughs> Yeah, everybody was like, that kid has an erection. There he goes. They've been trying to hold it down, but it's flopping everywhere. (laughs) And yeah, that was probably my most embarrassing puberty moment. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's. I'm glad that you shared that with I know, everyone. I know. For, for, like, it's not such a big deal. Now, back then, it's like, oh, shame. Yeah. Go home and <laughs> weep yourself to sleep. Yeah, at the moment, not so bad. Yeah. We also decided, topic being puberty, and, and we, we're going to plan to do this every, every podcast, um, that we're going to look at whatever the topic is throughout history. Puberty, I had a look online because I'm, you know, kind of lazy. I was like, I'll just type in puberty throughout the ages. Nothing much interesting came up. It was just stuff like, you know, back in the Middle Ages, kind of just went children to adults. There wasn't really any puberty stuff. And then I, I came across uh, chastity belts. I thought chastity belts were pretty entertaining. Uh, I, I think when people kind of picture a chastity belt, they imagine, like, you know, the kind of stuff you see in Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and Medieval, what have you, where it's just, like, like underwear with a big lock on the front. Not the case. Chastity belts were these awful, like, toothed moors. Because, I mean, you needed to pee, right? It wasn't like you could just pee inside the chastity belt. So there was an opening, but it was covered by jagged spikes. So a guy could get in there, but if he tried to get out, he'd kind of shred his penis all to crap. Um... And then you kind of got an, a similar thing for, for guys, which was like a tap. So it kind of was at a right angle, and you, you threaded your dick through, and then you couldn't get an erection without, like, kind of breaking your junk. So uh, That would hurt. Yeah, no, not fun, and, and not a great time to really be having sex in the Middle Ages. I think that would be really disappointing, you know? It was like, oh, night of nights, you pull down, you're like, oh, that's just jagged spikes. <laughs> not going to go in there. And that's the mood ruined, yeah. I guess. And what would you what would you do? You you, you pull down guys' pants? Oh, there's a tap. Oh, there's a tap. I'd, oh, what's what now? You could now? try and work around it, but I don't think it would be very pretty. I guess you could kind of get your hand. It's not. It's not. Yeah, there'd be too many awkward angles. I feel. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. I don't think it's. Imagine if a guy with a tap tried to get with a girl with a chastity belt. That it could almost work well, because, because he's protected. Because, yeah, the tap would. The jagged edges wouldn't hurt because the taps. But you're at a right angle, yeah, so, so that's weird, would, awkward sex yeah, now, isn't it? They'd be, well, I'm sure there's something in the comments for it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's bound to be. My friend has an app on his iPhone, um, Thomas Danger Buell. TDB. Uh, TDB. 
and it's like all different like sex positions. Um, but what you can do is you can organize them by intimacy, complexity, and strength, right? There's like little slider bars. So you can be like, I don't want to be inti intimate with my woman at all, and I'm really strong, and I want it to be really complex. And you get these weird sex positions like the flying turtle, where you're holding her like her calves kind of, and she's like doing push-ups, <laughs> and it doesn't seem fun. And it's not intimate at all. It's just like you want really awkward sex with somebody you don't love. There you go. <laughs> and that's sex throughout history and also something irrelevant. <laughs> Zoe? Yep. Um, so I guess for, for my segment, I decided um, we're going to have little fun facts about puberty. And I guess being, being the only woman on the show, I thought, you know, it's, it's my job to inform everyone about the awkwardness that really comes to being a woman during puberty. And... And it's all kind of awkward. Like, you get tits, and everyone's like, everyone thinks they're good, but, you know, and I don't love a good set of tits, but but they hurt, and they're big, and you have to buy bras. That's something new. And then you have to keep buying bras because your tits keep growing. And it's just really awkward for ages. But, you know, I think everyone gets really uncomfortable, like, when we talk about periods. Like, yeah. and, and it's really, like... When you're taught it, it's just really matter of fact. And it's like, this is going to happen. It's going to happen every month up until you're like 55. Nah. And it's just going to it's gonna keep happening until pretty much you're dry. And then, it, you know, it's, it's just awkward. Um, but you find growing up that there's just so many euphemisms for it. It's kind of weird that we need to even euphemism it. So like if somebody's like, look, I'm on my period, everybody's going to be like, ah! <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, you get some people just really freak out of, about words. I have a friend and, and my my friendship group's favorite pastime is just listing different like names for vagina to him. Cool. He's just terrified by it. So every now and then we'll just be like, oh, hey, hey, minge. And he'll just, <laughs> just almost break down into tears. Isn't minge awful? And minge is an awful Minge is term. terrible. Minge is an awful. Minge is like... Minge makes me think of like uh, like furry mold growing on like a bath. Yeah, that's Minge for me. Anyway, sorry. No, that's okay. So yeah, so we 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 do torment him with with different things. Um, thank God, you know the show In Between Us. They just yeah. that's just a list of them. We just I was like, hey hey, clunge and oh tears and everything. So clunge clunge is a fantastic term. Like yeah, I don't know how to deal with clunge. They all sound really like I feel like penises have like these amazing like mighty penises. It's, they're strong euphemisms. Yeah, like, mm, dick, dick, cock, sausage. Mm, this is John all... Thomas. That's like the name of yeah. a man in the army. Yeah, That's compared a to clunge, clunge, minge. <laughs> Just let's. Mm. If it was like if it was like hello today, ladies and gentlemen, I am your pilot John Thomas. You'd be like sweet. If it was like hello today, ladies and gentlemen, I am your pilot clunge. <laughs> you'd be like I want to get off the plane. <laughs> clunge is is piloting this plane. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that got me thinking of euphemisms yeah, and, cool. and how many fun euphemisms we have. And it kind of got me thinking of euphemisms that you have for periods. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of them. There's mm. a lot of them. Um, Aunt Flo, I don't get that one. Like, it's, oh, no, it's it creeps odd. me out. Yeah, it's kind of odd to associate your menstrual cycle yeah, with, with a family yeah, member. Yeah, like, she's, she's here for a visit. It's like, no, just, oh, just be honest about it. Um, You've got that time of the month. That's pretty yeah. straightforward. Um, Crimson Wave, which became really popular nice. in the movie. Surfy kind of yeah. sounding. Um, 
A vag attack. One of my male friends uses that one to describe his girlfriend. That's kind of scary, though. Yeah. A vag attack. Well, it's, it's kind of women can be scary when they're on their period. That's true. Like, That's like, true. I'm quite deadly if you're you, around you me. You are really scary on your period. Yeah, thank you. It's all right. like I'm, I'm happy to tell you, you that as a friend. You have to warn people. You do have yeah. to warn people. Like she's bleeding this this week. I probably would stay away from her. <laughs> See, vag attack makes me think of like those um, like Animal Planet shows, like when bears attack, <laughs> when <laughs> vaginas go wild. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That would just be like really weird porn. That's just pornography, yeah. mostly. Probably not going to be on Animal Planet. Yeah, but speaking of Animal Planet, <laughs> yeah. um, my favourite euphemism for vaginas, and not vaginas, my favourite euphemism for periods actually comes from animals. It comes from yeah, yeah. Um, sharks. Oh, yeah. So if you look at a shark's brain from above when it's attached to the eyes, it actually happens to look like the reproductive system of females. Huh. So, with that comparison, my favourite nickname for, for your period is Shark Week. <laughs> so, cool. I think that's something you can also really be proud of, because a lot of women feel really uncomfortable, and so, you know, next, next time you've got your period, ladies, don't, don't shy away, just proudly proclaim that it's Shark Week, and that it's awesome, and that everyone should stay the fuck away from you, because you're in a really bad mood. And, because sharks, like, yeah. you know, you should stay away from sharks, yeah, stay, stay away from, from menstruating women. women. <laughs> menstruating women probably attract sharks. sharks. So, and like, bears. So. And bears. <laughs> It's just dangerous. Is it true that, like, menstruating women attract bears and sharks? I know I that menstruating women, uh, no, sex attracts bears. I know that's fact. Is that a fact? That's I'm not, I'm not sure. I would say it's not a fact, but <laughs> the fact that we just say it so much, it might just be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if, like, any scientists have ever gone out there with, like, a little vat of period well, blood I don't, well, the put thing it in is, front of a bear. The thing is that it's, it's not really blood, and that's, that's what you have to also explain to it. It's, it's not. It's, it's, there's, like... I think in every period, so you have a period for like a week, yeah. roughly seven, there's like a teaspoon of blood in total in your period. So I don't really think that's what attracts the bears. Maybe they just really like like eggs, just unfertilized eggs. Yeah, maybe maybe you, you chuck an unfertilized egg yeah. in front of a bear, he'll just, just go wild at you. You know, that, that's his catnip. <laughs> catnip for bears is period blood or blood. just period, not just necessarily period, period yeah. blood. <laughs> just ending it so awkwardly again. <laughs> Um, so this has been Shut Up a Second. Topic's been puberty. Uh, next week we'll be discussing awkward family moments. You're going to hear about our crazy families and the yep. horrible things that they do to us. Giant potatoes. <laughs> well, My dad got... grows giant potatoes. <laughs> no, Jackson, you're ruining the mystery. We'll hear that next week. Right. Um, next week we'll have the lovely Joel Dusha with us and he'll yep. be doing mover reviews for us and mm. hopefully sharing a little bit of his awkward family. Yeah. All right. Sounds excellent. That was episode one of Shut Up a Second. That was puberty. Jackson out. Well, I don't have a catchphrase. Or Zoe alone. out. You could have said Zoe out. I want to say Zoe. I'll think of a catchphrase next week. It'll be fine. <laughs> Shut up! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.